The perfect pair discussing everything food, wines, and spirits. I'm Chris, resident F&B professional. And I'm Alex, wine enthusiast. Together, we are the perfect pair all in its own. Welcome to The Perfect Pair. I'm Chris, and my co-host today is Alex. I'm the one that knows all the things, and she knows nothing. But (laughs) we're all here to drink wine. (laughs) So we can jump right in. Today we're going to speak about the most renowned red wine in the world, which is Cabernet Sauvignon. This is one of the most recognized red grape varietals because it is used in so many different blends to make wine the most popular would probably be from australia napa valley simona sonoma county south africa me personally i don't have a fave when it comes to where my cab comes from alex i think you do uh i would prefer i do enjoy the american cabs though set from california it doesn't have to be from a specific valley Oh, awesome. Well, that is great because today our cab is Dark Horse, which is from California. So Alex, you want to speak first about how you had to acquire your Dark Horse in the Bahamas? Okay, so I went to 700s. They have it there. I can't remember the exact price point, but it's under $20. And it, it was just as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Yeah. He just walked in the store and it was just right there in your face. Yes. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to grab that. Yes. Um, and it was under $20. But was it over 10 Over 10 Yeah, over 10 but under 20 So for me, I am in Florida. And I think mine is much simpler than Alex because all I did was log into Instacart, type in Dark Horse, <laughs> clicked it. It was $7.99 and it was delivered to my door an hour later. So for me, I think most wines that are under $20 in the Bahamas, but over $10 are going to be under $10 for me over here in Florida, especially if it's an American wine. So Alex, I know you've had yours breathing for a while. I think mine's just bright, breathe for a bit as well. Are you ready? Let's pour this up and see what we're getting from it. Yes, I'm ready to pour my wine. I'm going to give y'all an ASMR moment whilst Alex has her sleeves pouring hers. Why are you laughing? I did do like a hefty bohemian pour. This is not how much wine you should pour in your glass at all. But we bohemians, and this is how much we pour. So cheers. Yeah, you have a Bahamian bar too. It's really strong. It is really strong. It like coats my whole 
mouth. So that means it's like a very full-bodied wine. On the nose, I'm getting like a little bit of smoke and like chocolatey, like dark chocolate. Yeah, it's not a lot of tannins at all. No, because my tongue is in the Oh, and for those new viewers, tanning means that your tongue gets very dry when you take a sip. Yes, Alex, thank you for that. Dry wines are going to have more tannins. And sweet wines are going to have less tannins, but then you get that drying feeling in your mouth, like that, that means it's a very tanninful wine. And this wine is not really giving that. I still feel very moist. Mm -hmm. So, so you, have, you got chocolate on yours? On the nose. And then on the taste, I could taste like some dark fruit like maybe like plum i could get some oakiness probably some dark cherries do you think it was um fermented in oak barrels or steel barrels i would definitely say this was because of the brand and the price point i'm going to say that this was aged in some steel barrels but they probably did throw some pieces of oak in the barrel with it to give it that oaky vibe okay so let's talk what do you want to we got the nose i like how they describe it as like bold complex and oak like that's what's on the label yeah maybe i should show the label so that's the label very simple just got the horse there but then here at the bottom they have bold complex and oak and that's literally how i would describe it because it seems very complex for a cab. And, and it's it is not, very bold from the first like taste. And it's not fruit forward at, at that much. It's mm. not really fruit forward. Not to me. I'm getting more. I know I agree. I'm getting more like wood and smoke. Mm -hmm. So I think this would be like a good one to go with like grilled meat or maybe like steak. Definitely steak. Okay. That, but that's how I find most cabs to be. Very leathery, smoky, bold, mm -hmm. as though it almost whiskey-like. I don't agree with you there, but okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like as though it could be also paired with a um, cigar. Yes, that part I do agree with. But in terms of, I feel like I wouldn't compare it to whiskey because I feel as though the smokiness on whiskey is like the end of the fire. Mm -hmm. Whereas the smokiness on wines, to me, is sort of like the beginning of the fire. Like, you just burnt it. Whereas with whiskey, I feel like the whole thing has burnt. And this is now the remnants or the ash flavor that you're getting. Okay. I love this. So let's dive into, you want to talk a bit about the history of how, well, which grapes caps come from? Yes, Alex, let's talk about which grapes. <laughs> Cabs come from. Okay, so Cabernet Sauvignon, often called Cab for short, is a hybrid of the red Cabernet Franc grape and the white Sauvignon Blanc grape. So 
Cabernet Sauvignon is like the most popular red wine and Sauvignon Blanc is the most popular white wine. And they're also one of the simplest wines to make because you don't have to use a bunch of different grapes in your blend. However, you need to make sure you grow enough of those grapes to get a good batch. Often in your Cabernet Sauvignon, you're going to have dark fruit flavors like your black currant, black cherry, blackberry. Sometimes you'll get a note of green bell pepper, some spice. The spice is really up to the winemaker, tobacco, wood, vanilla. Most traditionally is aged in oak barrels, but now with people trying to be cost effective, they can age in steel barrels and just put some oak in it to give it still that oaky flavor. Cab Sauvignon turns to be dry. It tends to be full-bodied with medium to high tannins and palatable acidity. As we already said, this one, Dark Horse, is not very tannin-full, still full-bodied. And how are you feeling about the acidity, Alex? It's mildly acidic to me. On the first taste, after a few sips, uh, it mellowed out on its own. And I, I feel as though it could be less acidic, maybe if I let it breathe longer. Or in a proper decanter, because I let it breathe in its bottle. Agreed. I feel the same way as you. Like as you know, I did not let mine breathe that long at all. But I did swirl it around quite a bit to give it that blender effect that yeah. TikTok is all the rave with. And I'm not getting that much acidity on the tongue at all. But also with your cabs. This one of this is a good cellar wine. You can keep this in your cellar for like seven to ten years, and you'll get a completely different flavor. So, what I often do with cabs that I like, I'll drink, I'll buy two bottles, one for now and one I'll put away. Different years, of course, and I'll revisit them in a couple of years. Okay, that actually I think I'm gonna pick up that because usually when I buy my cabs, I just buy the one. So I need to pick up another one just to keep in my cellar. Yeah, especially if you're like a finish a bottle in a day type of girl like me. How how else are you supposed to drink a red wine? It goes bad after 24 hours. Some people savor their wines. You don't know. But... So that's, we got the grapes, we got, so you mentioned that it is a mix of the Sauvignon Blanc grapes and the Sauvignon. Yeah, and the Cab Franc Blanc, that's why it's called Cabernet Sauvignon. So, Sauvignon so, Blanc is made from Sauvignon grapes, and I think we will discuss that when we get to that topic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did not expect the white grapes to be in the cab sauvignon well most grapes well most wines have a mixture of different grapes it's all about the amount of which grape that gives it the color and how long you let it sit because white wines don't age as long as red wines so therefore you get longer time for the wine to actually take on the color of the grape skins okay Whereas with white wine, you use whiter grapes and plus you don't let it sit as long so that it doesn't get to that color. That's why rosé is sort of like the middle ground. Okay. And who came up with the Cabernet Sauvignon? I would like to say that it was the French because 
most and the most popular ones come from the region of Bordeaux. Woo! Something I love, Kate, I love Bordeaux. For that specific reason, actually, because it's a blend of the two grapes I love, Merlot and Cap Sauv. So I love the Bordeaux. Isn't Bordeaux? I thought Bordeaux was a blend of Merlot and Cap Franc. So, well, when I looked it up, it did say Cap Franc, but they also can use Cap Sauv. Uh, well, some of the Cap Sauv would be already made wine. Yeah. Nice. I actually, that is the one wine that I am not familiar with. I drank it. I drank Bordeaux maybe once or twice when I was living in China, but it's not like one of my go-tos. I don't know why. I think because I wasn't a meat eater back then. Oh. So it was never one that I gravitated to. Well, since you brought up meat, you, would, you said you would pair this wine with a good barbecue. Yes, especially steak, good filet mignon, also short ribs. Ooh, Korean barbecue. So in the Bahamas, I think I would pair this with some jerk, pork. Bahamian jerk or Jamaican jerk? Because you know that's two different vibes. Uh, you're right. Probably Bahamian jerk since it's more barbecue-y. Mm. Jamaican jerk, is, Jamaican jerk is real intense, so it might overpower the wine, but Bohemian jerk is a mild, mellowy type flavor, barbecue flavor. So yeah, I like. Especially it. if you get the right barbecue sauce. Oh. And for our non-meat eating friends, I would do eggplant, like grilled eggplants, or like peppers. Like you have like stuffed bell peppers and like roast them on the grill. I think that would go perfectly. Um, I can't eat mushrooms because they are trying to assassinate me but i would also think maybe mushrooms would go with it because vegetarians claim it's a meat alternative the lies that they tell themselves well you caught me there i i would know nothing about that (laughs) yeah because you eat all the meats yes i at all times i'm not gonna and for cheese i would go cheddar or gouda So basically, bold cheeses. Okay. Yes, very bold cheese, very bold, rich cheese. And if you're trying to do dessert, I would obviously do like dark chocolate or a berry something like a, I don't know. I don't eat dessert. Yeah. Wine is my dessert. So I don't don't particularly eat chocolate, so I can't help no one there. Like blueberry pie, blackberry pie. Are those things? Do people do those? I feel like those are things. I've heard about that. Yeah. But uh, what about like, what if it's a topping, like with your cheesecake? I feel like no, because the cheesecake is going to be very sweet because it has like that cream cheese, which is a soft cheese and then not really bold. So it's mostly like the sugar and the flavoring of the cheesecake. Unless you get someone to make you like a very mild cheesecake where you added maybe like some mascarpone or something in it to switch up the flavor and then toss it with the cherry topping but i would do like a cherry reduction topping not like that sugary 
cherry glazed crap that they like to put on top of it. No, no I was leaning more towards the blueberry topping. Nice, but still nice on the sugary thing. Yeah. But dark chocolate, if you want to eat a dark chocolate or something, that sounds perfect with this wine. And like real dark chocolate, we're not talking about like Hershey's. We mean like legit dark chocolate, like yes. 85% cacao. Oh, that's how you pronounce that word. Okay. How are you pronouncing it? Well, there's some type of something similar to like acai bowl. Like I, all my life I was calling it acai bowl. And then someone said, oh, that's acai. What the hell is acai? Like, how do you even get that sound? Interesting. Mm. You're such an interesting person, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> like, so someone pronounces it correctly, and you're like, nigga, no, that's not how you pronounce that. Like, what? That's that's how you do it? But you, you still didn't say how you pronounce the word. So it is cacao. And what were you saying? I don't try to pronounce words that I don't know, so there's that. Okay, so you just like the chocolate thing. Exactly. The chocolate bean. Yes. Just mm, avoid saying the word. That's usually what I do. I just avoid saying the word. That seems very childish. Oh, welcome. Your hair. Have a seat. <laughs> so. hair. So we've spoken about the grapes. We've spoken about the, we spoke about the history. Yes. We spoke about where we prefer our Cabernets from. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't have a preference. You prefer yours from America. Mm-hmm. I will say the Americans have done a very good job of taking over some of these blends from the French. Oh, can we dive into, well, just speak a little about, I would like to know what type of temperature would the would these grapes have to be grown in? I know what temperature you need to keep your wine at, which is 60 to 65 degrees. So if you live in the Bahamas, you should probably be keeping your red wine in the fridge and then oh. taking it out to warm up to the 65 degrees because our room temperature is way above that. Hair right now is like dive in between 50s and 60s because Alex hates me. So I could have left mine out and it's at perfect temperature. So caps are good for winter then? Yes, it is a lovely winter wine because it warms you up. And then I love to use caps to make mulled wine. Like You've never had mulled wine? No, what is Wait, that? no, because you live in a hot place. So when we when I was living in Asia, the winters would be extremely cold, like the, the not the White Walkers cold. And so us drunkards, we still want to drink, but nobody wants like a cold glass of wine. Like you only want to drink things that warming you up. So like hotty toddies, whatever. I'm not really a whiskey drinker, so hotty toddy was out. And then my beautiful French friend Jacques introduced me to mulled wine. So you take your favorite wine, you put it in a slow cooker, you add some star anise, some cinnamon, orange peels, lemon peels, some cranberries, whatever you feel like. And you let that slow cook for like four hours. 
and then you serve that up and it is so amazing like you literally just add shit that is gonna like add to the flavor of the wine and just let that cook so you cook the wine does it what about just let it get hot i feel it's still and some people are concerned because when you cook wine sometimes it like levels out the alcohol but that's why you're slow cooking it and if it still doesn't have enough like oomp for you i personally add a shot of vodka Well, what type of vodka? Well, you know who I'm biased towards, which would be the Lord Stoli. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, whatever your favorite vodka is, that's just my personal preference. But in general, just whatever vodka you prefer, in my experience, Tito's did not go well. I don't know why. I think maybe because it has like um, a bit of a citrusy aftertaste. Like it sort of clashed. Um, Belvedere was not working. Grey Goose did it. Like, okay. Got the job done. Yeah. Svedka actually was a good one. And then like my friend liked to add like flavored Svedka, like vanilla Svedka, because it added to the whole mull wine experience, giving you those holiday flavors. Um, I don't think anyone still drinks Absolute, so that's neither here nor there. But if that's your preference, I mean, go try it out. I think all behemoths drink Absolute. They have an addiction. They think that it actually isn't. No, people are switching over now because there's like way, like I think before when we had way less things available on the island yes absolute was king but now that there are like 50 something vodkas at home like i feel like every week there's a new vodka at home remember there was that pinnacle vodka phrase apparently some people still drink that with the milk yes they had the pinnacle vodka with milk i was fresh out of high school and that's how they drank pinnacle vodka wasn't it like whipped cream flavor so we're just adding oh milk No. So anyways, whatever's your favorite vodka, you can add that in there for a little extra oomph. But in certain circles, some people might think I have a drinking problem. So you don't need to take on that advice. Because I also add vodka to my rosé. You only but. live once. What? Oh, man. Chris, I was on your side. I, on like... It depends on the day of the week, Alex. Like, if it is a Friday and it's been a long-ass day and I don't really feel like drinking a cocktail, it's not like a French 75 type of day, I want a glass of wine, but the wine just ain't hitting, I'm going to add a shot of vodka. Same thing applies to bear. What? Man, you had me at the wine. Because, like, no, okay. Like you were so, Rattlers, no, like, no. Listen to me, Rattlers. Okay, Tastes I great. Rattlers. I, However, 3.5% alcohol, I could drink a whole case and still not be anywhere near where I need to be. However, I add a shot of Stoli to my Rattler. Okay, I got that from... It gets there. The company that should not be named... They're pink rattler, a shot of vodka, a pink titty. I can actually say that because they haven't copyrighted that name, but it's called a pink titty. It's yeah, like I remember carnival. that. 
During my carnival days, that was a pretty big drink with the grapefruit rattler. I think other people have grapefruit rattlers and other yeah. people have vodka. So we're definitely so. going to go with that. But that's okay. a great drink <laughs> for anyone that's like, oh, these But rattlers. yes, rattlers, wherever you prefer them, with your favorite vodka. Or I think Collect did a really good thing with the mango rattler and rum. Ooh, I think it was the Ricardo so rum. That's that was a bit of a vibe, but I'm not really a dark drinker, so I literally just tasted it and handed it back. But sometimes you just got to add a little extra something mm-hmm. to get the job done. Boost it up. And no one's going to judge me if they see me with, like, a glass of Rattler. They're just like, oh, she's drinking a Rattler. Cool. Like, she's a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> little do they know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The line is here. So let's see. We got through all the technical stuff. Let's get down to the not so technical stuff because now the wine is hitting. Let's get down to the fun stuff. The fun stuff. Let's get down to the dirty business of wine. I love this mic. I just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, future episodes. Eat. Before filming. Oh my gosh. She had a long day. She couldn't eat, let a wine breathe. And I I stupidly had a smoothie for breakfast. Not even a solid breakfast. Oh Lord. Man for a long run. But I believe in a good God. So and I'm home. So you good. You safe. Great. But the fun stuff. So, Alex, what is your favorite occasion to drink a good cab? Oh, does it have to be outside the house or inside the house? Anything. What is, like, this is the scenario. Mm -hmm. You're going to say what that scenario is. And for you, the perfect drink is a cab. Okay. So, earlier I said that I find that the cab would go good with a nice cigar. So if I'm out, say I'm going to a smoke lounge, I think that a cab would be perfect for that if I don't want to drink the whiskey because me and whiskey don't go two steps. It's a bit too strong for my little chest. But if I had a cab because of that smoky, leathery, earthy flavor, I feel like that would go perfect. That would be the perfect scenario. Outside of that, under normal circumstances, I would just drink a cab on a regular cool night. While I'm reading a book. So apologies, guys. That's my little newborn in the background having a moment. She is missing out on the camera time, so she's jealous. But for me, the perfect time to have a cab. It's been a long day. I come home. Somebody's baby daddy runs me a hot shower. No, a bubble bath. And I have a nice book. And we open a nice bottle of cab. And he talks about whatever he's talking about. I really don't care. I'm not particularly listening. And I'm just drinking my wine and enjoying the vibes of my hot tub. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not my hot tub. Someone else's hot tub. Sounds like how babies are made. That was not a cab. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
and we will get to that wine at some point. I but really want to. I really want to drink this wine. I want to have that experience. I'm trying to be a mother. I need that. Just, just delete the numbers that you shouldn't call before you drink it because Ooh, already deleted. I try to have a new Ugh. baby daddy, a new body. That's a new that's body. the vibes. But yes, I don't know. Like, why just goes straight to my hoo-ha? Everyone's hoo-ha. But red wine especially. And, like, the more full-bodied it is, it's just like, ooh, the vibes. I don't think it's everybody. Because some people say it's tequila for them. But for me, tequila, I could drink a whole bottle of tequila and you ain't getting nothing. Like... The only thing I want to do when I'm on tequila is sleep, dance. No, I love tequila. Like tequila and vodka are my go-tos. I'm a so I could drink a whole bottle of vodka and not feel anything. Wake up the next morning and go to the gym. Tequila, all I'm going to do is dance and say, oh my God, this is my freaking song. Like, that's it. <laughs> the other day, the other night, I had a Murphy, a Murphy good. Another, mm-hmm. That's another cap. Yes, it is. And yeah, that went straight to the hoo-ha. Mm-mm. But the thing, Jesus was out there turning water into wine. Like, yeah, because that's what he needed. He, he proven the point right mm-mm. there. That had to be another baby boomer. It was a wedding. Generation. They needed they needed the baby. It was a wedding. Yeah, but then you just turn like the husband and wife water into wine. He turned the whole party water into wine. Like everyone got baby, but that was a situation. Everyone a lot of situationships everyone came out of that wedding. Everyone making babies up in here. I I would say Guardian, please, but he did he it. God, like <laughs> the one that did it. So, and his mummy asked him to do it. That's the thing. Like he wasn't about to do it on his of his own accord. Well, but his mom asked him that Mary was about that life. Mm. Because how much children she had after Jesus, right? allegedly. And we don't talk about them. We don't talk about them. Because, you know, apparently, and I learned this from, so I'm one of those people, like, I'll watch a show, and then they'll say something, and then I'll, like, do, like, crazy research into it. So I used to watch Jane the Virgin, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh. And when they were trying to encourage her to have sex before giving birth, because they were like, how giving birth is going to like basically break our hymen or whatever so i went into like this whole google research on that because like you know people who have two vaginas which is a real thing people have two vaginas if you give birth out of your vagina that you never had sex with you could end up having an orgasm whilst giving birth so you think like mary had an orgasm giving birth to jesus and so she turned like into like a sex freak. Like she just had the hat of it like all the time. And that's why she had like so many kids. You don't think so? Chris, you I know you follow my train of thought. You're just trying to make it seem like I'm crazy. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like, first of all, you lost me at the two vaginas. I know about hermaphrodites, the ones with one vagina and one penis. But you completely lost me at the two vaginas. Do you so not watch I was trying to, No. 
so I was trying to wrap my mind around that. And then you hit me with the, if they're giving birth out of the one that they don't use or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to wrap my mind about how around, like. So I shouldn't, okay. I shouldn't say two vaginas because you have like, okay. If you're nude, the men will only see one actual, like what they consider the vagina, like once vulva or whatever. But once they enter, right? So you have like one hallway, but then there are two lanes. Right. So the penis goes up the one hallway, but your sperm might split between the two lanes. God damn. So how much? But let's say like he's hit to the left all the time. Okay. So we only go in that room all the time. But when he comes, like they sort of like slide down a little bit when so, they come. So the sperm like like into both rooms. How do you know you have two vaginas? Most people apparently only find out when they get pregnant. So I could have a vagina, two vaginas right now as we speak. I'm not knowing. And you don't know. Sheesh. Unless you specifically go to your doctor and say, bro, can you see if I have two like two uterus situations going on now for ovaries two uterus i'm looking at you know i'm like i'm I'm gonna start looking at those porn stars that can take like three penises at one time i'm gonna start looking at them differently now because maybe they have two because maybe they have to right yeah because they have the space for it but there was literally just an article the other day i think like i think Shadi retweeted it where the woman found out that she was pregnant in her other vagina like she got pregnant in one like let's say like in march and pregnant in the next one in like april what? so she had right so she gave birth to a kid and she was like all right i'm good but like her uterus and all that stuff wasn't going down and so she's like maybe they left the placenta in no, she had a whole other baby in her next vagina. <laughs> so they and twins, but they saw the twins. Well, at least they sisters, at the very least. But they could have two different daddies. And on that note, we will end this, <laughs> end this episode. On that note, you guys, we had a great time with the Dark Horse Cabernet. Um, like I said, in the Bahamas, you can buy it at your local 700 Wines and Spirits. It's under $20. It's really mm-hmm. good. Smooth once you let it decant properly. And full body, not too acidic. And a lot of chocolate on the nose and everything. Thank you so much. Yes. And if you're in the U.S. and specifically the state of Florida, you can get it for $7.99 at Total Wines or ABC Wines and Spirits. I think Instacart got mine from ABC. So, yeah. And it's litty. This is a great wine to bring to the party. Like someone's having a party or a dinner party and they say bring a bottle of wine and you're like, I'm trying to spend that kind of money. I don't really like these people that much. It's literally less than $10 including tax so you just grab this and go and they're like oh my god she has such good taste in wine this is so good (laughs) yeah so bye guys see you guys next week (laughs) yes bye-bye we are the perfect pair